Welcome to our Coffee with Alan time here. I'm here with my buddy David Runia from C3 Church, which stands for? Yeah. Christian City Church. Christian City Church. Yep. Awesome. And you're the teaching pastor there. Yep. So I figured it was teaching. appropriate to uh, bring the teaching pastor in and talk about how do we put together our teachings. Teaching. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Thanks you know. for having me on your podcast. Yeah, man, I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. So I thought I had to say that. I hear it on podcasts. Hear it on podcasts. Like, Someday it'll be me. So, <laughs> well, there you go. You're on podcast. <laughs> it's your moment. So, well, we are here at Mazevo Coffee here in Four Corners, yeah. enjoying our our lovely coffee. Cheers. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. We get Mozilla to sponsor this sometime, someday. <laughs> yeah, free coffee for podcast. Um, so uh, we are going to uh, we're just we're just here talking about uh, putting together our teaching, um, putting together our teaching methods and how how we put together a teaching sermon. So bringing in the teaching pastor from C three, I figure you know, let's talk about teaching. <laughs> you know, how do we topic. put together our <clears throat> sermons? How do we put together? You know, series as we, as we teach the word of God, uh-huh. as we as the as the Bible says, you know, tr- pursue to properly handle the word of truth. Right? Yeah. How do we do that? How do we approach teaching it to be? I was even talking about this the other day. Um, you know, how do we you know preach to, to people who are who are you know needing understanding of the scriptures? You know, wanting to preach you know faithfully the word of God to yeah. where it's you know just describing it, elaborating on it, really bringing out the, the, origi- the you know, original intention in the text, uh, but also preaching to people who are hurting in our churches, yeah. people who are trying to minister to them as we're preaching. We're preaching to people yeah. who are you know, hurting, you know, going through a divorce, going through a death in the family, going through a job loss, going through um, economic crisis, going through problems with children or worries and anxieties. You know, teach- preaching to those people, preaching to people who are... Um, who are glad or happy and going through a great season right. of life. And then, you know, yeah. also how do we inspire the church? How do we encourage them to live life in community with one another? How do we inspire them by just the identity of Jesus? Like mm-hmm. how do we inspire them but with the, with, with the word of God to worship the God of the Bible, yeah. you know, and love and serve Jesus. And so uh, as we put those things together, so I just wanted to, to, to ask you just, you know, how do you put your, your, your sermons together, your teachings together, you know, from, from front to back, I mean, all the yeah. way, because you, you do you teach some, you know, series, right? Yeah, yeah, we teach, um, we teach topically um, throughout the year, and so it's uh, it's usually my same question to every pastor I run into is, "What's your process look like?" Because I don't know if mine's right or right. or if it's, it's always like, the question is like, "Am I doing this right?" Should it be this frustrating sometimes, or, right. or <laughs> this uh, difficult? Sometimes it, it's it's yeah. goes really. Um, easy sometimes it's more of a strain but uh-huh. but we always start since we we do plan out the year topically okay. um so usually we we start every year with a 21 day fast as okay. a church hmm. and so um we kind of take that time as especially as like myself and then pastor michael who's our lead pastor um the two of us and then our other elders will just pray a lot into what what God is wanting to really speak, like mm. teach the church this year. Yeah. And so we'll spend those few weeks just kind of praying and thinking about it. And then usually by the time we arrive at the end of that, we come together and we just kind of lay out really vaguely what we think we should teach on throughout the year. Yeah. And, um, and if that involves like a book of the Bible, like going through a book, which you have to be short, shorter books or pieces, right, you know. Right, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that, then we kind of just very vaguely plan it out because a lot can happen in a year, even mm. in a 
six yeah. months, a month, that? a day. I had to go last year with 2020. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. How'd that go? So it's like, my goodness, um, a lot can happen. Mm-hmm. In, in so you, you plan it out, but it's pretty vague. And sometimes um, like it seems like maybe even like, even like uh, I think about 2020, I'm thinking if you're, if you're you know, praying in the, in the spirit and like you're being led by, by the Lord, like, and you plan it out and you feel like yeah. God has really given you this, uh-huh. then no matter what it is, like, okay, it, God's going to use this, <laughs> right. Right? right? Like March, like, what, yeah. you know, what would, what, do you remember what you preached last March when everything just went, you know, yeah. went was, nuts, um, March and April? What was it? Uh, um, something, that, something about chaos, something about peace in chaos. Oh my gosh. Last spring. Yeah. It's um, like God had his yeah, hand in stuff. I remember what it was, but it, it's so true. <laughs> he knits, like, we've actually found that the the more planning we do, uh-huh. you actually see God's hand in it almost mm. more mm. because there's also, you know, the the week of cases where you're like that yeah. spontaneous. Oh, we're gonna preach on this, right. and God shows up and might change things, and you're like, yeah. wow, you know. But then there's also that we planned this a year ago, and it was and it's on point of mm. exactly what we needed, and yeah. you can really see His hand in mm. in planning ahead which is cool. It's not always that spontaneous. Yeah. Like, oh, that was God. It's also the planned. Like, he really right. shows up in that. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And seeing how God shows up in the planning, and it's not just like you, like, the, you know, the, the traditions of man, the, the word of man planning what, this is what I, I'm going to preach this, right. you know, right now. Yeah. You know, versus like, yeah. it seems like, or, or even like reactionary, like, okay, this is what's happening in the culture, and now I'm going to write a sermon to react to that or right. to respond to that, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's you know it's going to be very intentional with yeah what are you doing with, God yeah. what are you doing what God? is he doing and what is like yeah. the unique uniqueness of a Christian City Church and like where it's at in its stage of life and yeah. the people in it what do they you know where are they at what do they need and so yeah there's just a lot of factors where it's yeah then you're not reacting to different mm. things yeah. too much and, but. Hmm. There's those occasional weeks that we're getting used to where something crazy happens uh-huh. and you might, uh, you might gear your message to, to that event, but uh-huh. yeah. So like, t- so take me through the process of putting together the series, putting together your, you know, the, the year, like what do you guys do with, you know, how do you put that together? How do you put together then you're like, when you, when you take your series, what are yeah. the steps that you go through like with both, I mean, kind of take us through, you know, just the different topics. How do you put, you know, find scripture, you know, how do you apply the scripture like where do you where do you see those th- these things where do you uh like how do you work with your like your worship teams how uh-huh. do you work, work with your graphics folks like you know kind of yeah. putting it together like holistically not just the sermons but like you know what god yeah, is wanting yeah, to do yeah. with everything in your yeah. church you know and then yeah. down to like the very like the weekly sermon right yeah, yeah usually we um so we'll get that the year kind of planned out and kind of pencil in oh that might be three or four weeks mm-hmm. it seems like more than a six weeks at least in like a series a six week series is, feels really long even there okay. so they usually tend to be around four weeks and so um, uh, when we get to a series then we'll I'll lucky for for me, I happen to uh, have a degree in graphic design, so oh, yeah. I do the graphics. Okay. Um, and it's actually kind of a, it's a nice break from studying and sermon prep. Uh-huh. My brain can kind of just do its thing, so usually oh, cool, I'll, yeah. I'll plan, I'll create the graphics for it. Um, 
kind of the week prior for that series. Okay. And then we'll print some banners and do a few graphic things. Yeah, see the banners um, like over in front yeah. of the, on the sides yeah. of the church building yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, just like it helps and people know we, we put some thought into it. Like it really, you know, it shows the intention behind it, at least hopefully a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna be stealing these ideas by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. This is why I had him on the podcast. Help. Banners, <laughs> print them at Selby's, they're, they're great. Um, and then, uh, you know, for other series, like the fasting one, we'll do cards um, yeah. and print some of those out for people to write what they're fasting, what we can be praying with them for. Okay. So we, we try to plan out some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It usually is still Friday. It's like Friday night and I'm like, oh, I got to get those printed and hung out because the series starts this Sunday. Yeah. Um, we might be going without them this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Catch yeah. them next week. We still got five weeks. Look intentional. Like, oh yeah, we actually didn't want to put those up till next week. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do some of the graphics and then usually uh, we'll schedule in our planning center um, for the worship team to know who's preaching, which is just kind of helpful because then uh, Jeff Kiddo, our worship pastor, will usually reach out one of the meetings throughout the week where we see each other. He'll reach out and just ask, so what's the message on this week? Um, and he's usually got his songs somewhat picked, but he'll usually just swap in and out a few okay. um, based on the the message and kind of just gear it towards that yeah. and then um you know if, if it's anything out of the ordinary we'll usually talk about it on a wednesday if, yeah. um if there's just flow of service that because certain messages as you probably noticed um call for like a more of a response than yeah. than others like sometimes we'll just end it without even uh, worship and we we'll pray and, hey have a great week yeah. and then other times we'll have a 20 minute Mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you know so yeah. we try to plan that stuff as yeah. best as we can to do it well so, right, right yeah. yeah 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 cool all right yeah so then like sorry, what you say? How, well i was gonna ask how about you guys yeah what, what's your process but if, if we don't have time to go through your whole process we can stay oh, yeah. with mine i, I know I, I mean it's very ours is simple that, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> at least right I, right now it's it's at least right now it's simple because <laughs> we're doing a, a you know we're doing a series well not doing a series it's like I try to make each week like really focusing on just on every every single week, but yeah. right now, so I've been for a for a time. Um, I mean, it's some and sometimes I'll do series. Actually, I, I, I really do want to <laughs> kind of wrap up uh, the series that I started pre-COVID uh-huh. uh, called Breakthrough, <clears throat> and uh, and then I, I stopped it in kind of in the middle of it, and which I mean, thinking about it now, I'm like maybe I shouldn't have like <laughs> you know like, I thought, like Maybe I shouldn't. I should have just kept going with it because I felt like it was the Lord, light, you know, leading me through that. Yeah. Um, but because it was basically yeah. just you know seeing God breaking through in different areas of our lives, um, you know, specifically like the totality of a of a person, you know, body, mind, heart, body, mind, heart, and soul. I always have these these different regrets, you know, in, in sermon preps and things like that, like I miss opportunities, you know, yeah. where where I kind of I mean, took the the. Well, it feels like where I took the wheel. As as you're as you're talking about that, like as you're like speaking about like. <laughs> Pursuing God and like, asking man. Him to lead you in, in the process. I'm just like, man, I, hard. did I miss something? There? I missed something. But there, he, you always, know? he always finds his way of, of even in our even when we blow it, it's mm-hmm. like he somehow he pulls out good stuff and he makes it happen. Yeah, like he loves yeah. us in the church right. where <laughs> yeah. he comes through, which is good. But yeah. yeah, and I, I think I, I know th- the feeling. I learned. I think I, like, last last year I think was. I mean, a lot of people forecasted of 2020 like getting clarity of a vision. Yeah, I think we all, even pastors, like yeah, we got a lot of clarity. Yeah, in I think in a lot of different areas of our lives and faith and our leadership. Yeah, and everything who God's created us to be. 
Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> nothing makes you know, nothing forms leaders like like trial. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it just came in a different version than we expected. Yeah. But yeah, there's sure. a there's a book we just finished reading for our LLC, this pastors meeting I go to, called Tempered Resilience, and talking about the you know pastors being formed in, like you know the the, the <coughs> yeah. uh, what's it called the. Uh, where people shape knives and metal. Yeah. The kill. Forging. The forge. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the forge. Yeah. yeah the yeah, forge the of ministry. Forging. Right. Yep. Um, and so I think it's times like this where it's like, okay, I did. Th- I I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. This last year, but you know, so I yeah. Uh, so with with the series, I usually try to go and pray. You know, like so, Kaylin, you know, over yeah. in you know um, in uh, Billings. Yeah. Um, friend of ours. And uh, but uh, so he talks about you know goes off and does the retreats and. Yeah. And I've been like really inspired by that. So that's where I, I went. I, I went and retreated uh-huh. and felt like I got this, this, this vision, you know, of nice. you know, doing this like breakthrough, like seeing God breaking through in different areas of our lives <clears throat> where it feels like we have been so closed up, yeah. you know, and so locked into our own mind. Yeah. Um, what is it? If you, I can't remember what it's called. If you get, if you get in your head, you get dead. Is the oh, phrase I've heard. Nice, yeah. you know. So if you get into your, you know, stuck in your own mind, stuck in your own body, stuck in your own yeah. heart and like interpretation in of reality, like it'll actually end up killing you. Yeah. You know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Uh-huh. You know, but uh, yeah. So I wanted to get out of that. Yeah. Um, but and so yeah, I felt like I'd kind of gotten to this place where I wasn't really focused. Like I'd, I went, I was like, okay, when, beginning of fall last year, I was like, we need to get back to the simplistic. So what is the what is our faith? What yeah. is the what is the Christian faith? So I pre, you know, preached a series, series called the Simple Faith. Like, what is the what is the simple simple simplicity of the gospel? Who we are as a church? Like, what do we do as a church? Yeah. You know, worship and you know and community. Like, just simple. Yeah. Like, keep it simple, yeah. silly simple. or stupid yeah. or yeah. whatever you yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss method, right? To ministry. To the church, you know, yeah. and then like you know, then offering like, what does it mean to be generous? Like, what does it mean to why do we offer? You know, give an offering to the church. That's part of it. But mm-hmm. then you know, then I felt like I was not really going in a direction. Like I just kind of felt wa- like I was wandering for a little bit. But then like um, I was like, you know what? I'm just I want to get back to Jesus. Yeah. Talk about the simplicity of the faith. Let's get back to the simplicity of Jesus. Yeah. And so I was like, let's pick up Luke. So like you know, pick up Luke. And so I'm like, we're gonna preach preach to Luke. I don't know how long it's gonna take us. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day when we we preached through it as a church I think it took us two and a half years maybe so that sounds about right yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. that sounds so, about whenever churches go through Luke it seems like it takes about two years yeah, yeah. you know between so, that two and three year mark or right so, <laughs> so kind of feeling free like do we you know do we just continue doing Luke do we like take you know do the, the breaks here and there yeah. for different yeah. things you know what I mean uh, and we did a little bit but even like we started Luke during Christmas time you know, yeah. and so and I'd love to end Luke, you know, around, you know, Shavuot uh, next year, mm. um, you know, with uh, with with the ascension and, and like the resurrection. Yeah. And yeah. then basically like, you know, him wrapping up Luke yeah. and then transitioning into Acts. Yeah. Maybe we might go into cool. Acts, but it might take another couple of years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. But um, but I don't, you know, it's always like I have that fear of like, I don't want to be a, one of those pastors that like starts series, starts a book of the Bible and then like fails to complete it right there's always have this failure to complete yeah like failure to finish like yeah. i want to finish things yeah. so that's why I like having the you know the breakthrough series hanging over my head i'm like i want to finish it so bad yeah so maybe i can like you know integrate it in you know here and there but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah like when i come to on a sunday morning um like i'll sit you know 
going, one of the nice things about going through a book of the Bible is that you know what you're going to preach yeah. the next, like, yeah. for it's laid the next two years. It's laid out for you. Years. You yep. just kind of have to figure out when you want to stop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but and even then, like, you know, being able to look forward and see, like, you know, for instance, like Luke chapter eight, like that in of itself could be a series. You know, Luke chapter yeah, eight cool. with, you know, how he sets it up, like eight, eight, eight and nine, really, really honestly through 10 could be kind of a, its own, like, three short yeah. series, or at least two, you know, short yeah. series. Because um, they kind of are covering the same deals, like you know, because Luke writes in such a way that he kind of patterns in these waves, right? Uh -huh. And so he like, you know, like all these healings, and then his teaching, and then like these different you know illustrations that he yeah. gives. And so, um, so really like kind of wanting to break it down and do like kind of maybe mini series, but really, yeah. What I've been focusing <clears throat> on is each Sunday, what is the point about this one that associates to something applicable to our lives? And, you yeah. know, it's like so making instead of making a series like each sermon. It's its own. It's its own standalone. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. You know. And so it's like. So each Sunday, it's I can see the flow, but I can also see why is this. Yeah. Pass this set each of passages important. Chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean. And so, so that was. Uh, I've got my my book bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I bring now. Not all of this it's is. Got a lot more books than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't use all of these. A lot of these, you know, some of these are are for just like, you know reading reading um but uh, you know i'll have i have my so these are the two the two helps that i use but I'll, what i'll do so these are just a couple of the starter books but like i'll take my my scriptures my bibles so i usually start with with my my trusty old csb that yeah. cody gave me you know yeah it's awesome csb beautiful mm, i love just holding it you want to hold it yeah, i do actually <laughs> if, if they could only hold it for themselves they right. would know why it's the beauty it of calfskin. I always yeah. judge people. I was like, why would you spend that much money on a Bible? I'm like, oh, now, now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> just like butter. But um, yeah, so CSB, like my favorite translation, the Net Bible um, is what I then read, read the three through next. And so the Net Bible has all these, I don't even really see it, but it's got all these textual um, things all about just, you know, the, the notes in the Bible about the, the text, and the original languages, uh -huh. the syntax, the, 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 the context. Not just in in the in the words in but in, or in the languages, but also in the actual context of what's going on, uh -huh. like in that setting, yeah. in the historical setting. Yeah. Um, and then I go to the, my my couple of helps just to kind of try to <clears throat> get a perspective. So this is more of a kind of it's it's called Luke for everyone, and it's just like it's by N.T. Wright. So it's just a kind of a for lay people for for anyone can pick it up. That's why it's called Luke for everyone, uh -huh. right? Also kind of helped me uh, get the the title for the overall series. Jesus is for everyone. Yeah. You know, nice. and so because it's it's really what Luke is all about, like yeah. showing how Jesus is for everyone. Yeah, you know, it's for every single person. I mean, he, he's for Gentiles, for for sinners, for women, which is back then culturally mm -hmm. was you know, kind of risque. Yeah, uh, for it was for everyone. Like he's expanding that, and so then the, like I go to this one, R.T. France, uh, is a bit more like in in depth. Um, even gives you know examples of how to illustrate the text. Understanding uh -huh. the text, you know, in its you know, outline structure, the text in its context, historical and cultural backgrounds, and then like it goes through, kind of breaks down the paragraphs, uh, breaks down like sentences, and like goes into like interpretive insights. So yeah. having something a little bit more, more nerdy, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. You so but then I then I will pick up like you know I'll do Google searches just on certain things. I'll go into the Greek, Greek text uh, in my my interlinear on BibleHub.com, um, uh -huh. and you know go through like a word study on each. Each of the words, and just like really go in depth. 
yeah. um, try to pull out like what is the what is the context what is the meaning what is what is the because sometimes you can like focus your entire sermon on the meaning of like one word because yeah. the whole passage is like really focusing yeah. in on that one dissect that yeah dissect piece. that that yeah that one word or words and yeah. how they work together because um, that's one of the cool things about the Greek language is it's so poetic it's yeah. so beautiful how how they use it um, and English is so it feels like English is like so you know <laughs> primitive <laughs> compared to Greek I mean Greek is such a an elaborate yeah. language you can do so much yeah. stuff with. It's amazing. You can get, but you can get really, you can you can get really lost in like that study process. Yeah, of just like you can just keep going and you going and going. Keep and then you going. Kind of like come to, and then you're like, oh man, I gotta, yeah, I gotta write a sermon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just so much. Yeah, to one word, mm -hmm. and you can just keep going into it and right. rabbit trails and right, you're right. just like, oh man. That's why like with this, I try well, to get a picture because you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, I want to you know, read about mm -hmm. a thousand words or more yeah. to get a picture. Paint a picture. Yeah, yeah, paint a picture of that. And like pro as I'm as I'm working through it, like I mean, prayer is always an, along the process. Like, yeah. God, what does this mean? Like, because yeah. it struck me the other day, like when I was reading about this, I was like, man, what is Jesus meaning? Hey, yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Hey, Jesus. Right. <laughs> you were there. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean by this? <laughs> you know, yeah. It's crazy to think yeah. about like when you're reading about Jesus, like you could talk yeah. to him. I'm like, oh my gosh. Let's like, see. yep. Why have it? You know, it's just, it seems like such a, like a monumental yeah. idea. Like just, a, just a cool, simple like, idea. Like when you go into like for non-studying, like devotional times, like it's such an important thing, like to remember, like as yeah. you're reading it, you're like, oh yeah, I'm also able to talk to him. The author. Like, <laughs> you, there's this tendency to like separate it, like, me here and then Jesus over here in this yeah. book. This Jesus, I'm trying story. to study you from so, afar. Yeah. <laughs> trying to put I'm those talking together. to people who have talked to you, you but can, I'm like, oh yeah, I can come and sit at your table. Yeah. Hey Jesus, wanna yeah. go out for coffee? I can ask you this question. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, through that yeah. process. Yeah, and that's where I felt like I really got yeah. the, the answer for last week's sermon was like, God, what is your heart behind us? Like, what you what were you what were you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, when when you were doing this, like, what were you, what were you doing when you when you walked yeah. up and you and you looked at the crowd? You saw the mom weeping. You saw the dead body in the coffin. Yeah. You saw the pallbearers and the mourners and the whole town and you, all of your followers. What did you feel? Yeah. And the first words I heard out of my out of my mind were, "My heart went out to him." My my mm. heart, I'm sorry, went out to her. Yeah. Wow. It wasn't okay. He Jesus healed the the guy in the coffin. Awesome, like miracle. I mean, right. amazing miracle, right. you know, and it was super compassionate and loving for him, but it really was like, I felt Jesus was saying, I was focused on, on her, uh -huh. a widow just lost her son, you know, and so yeah. I really want to focus in on that. her. Like, I think that is, it's like such a big part of my process is because we preach topically. Um, so then like I dive into, okay, so then what, what texts, it, it's kind of like, Exegesis, like yeah. I was gonna say, I, it's, I do it backwards. Instead okay, of finding the big idea, I yeah. start with the big idea, then I have to find the text and then right. make sure that that actually is the big idea. Of right. Because oh, I've done that before. It's like where I've, I come to the scripture with my idea and want to <laughs> yeah. make it say what, yeah. it, what, what I want to say. Make it fit. So oftentimes yeah. I'll find, I'll get into the text, realize, oh, that's not what the big idea of this text is. Yeah. By then it's too late. So I go with what the text says. Okay. Instead of what my idea was, and okay. I'll just. Yeah, I was then gonna I'll say because I think you know some of our viewers might be shit. like, well, how do you like preach topically without being without eisegeting? Which means you know, for our yeah. viewers, so exegesis is, is to pull out the meaning yeah. of the text. Eisegete is to put meaning into yeah. the text. Yeah. Which you know I think we've, we've probably done it right. occasionally. Yeah, it's um, like our tendency to, and that's the danger of like 
I guess you could say topical preaching, I both have their benefits and, and downsides, but if topical, you have to be careful of that, obviously. Yeah. And occasionally, yeah, you'll get into a text and be like, oh, that's not what it means. So then you'll either shift things or I'll just like go with it. And it might be a little different, but that text is a great text. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. just preach this text then because right. it's incredible. Because the text is and, better uh, than my point. Than my point, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's always good. It's like um, when I first started preaching, uh, since it took me quite a while, I was like, if it was by Wednesday, you know, Wednesday afternoon, and I wasn't sure what I was preaching on, I would just pick a parable. Right. You'd be like, I'm going to preach this parable this week because they're good. And you can't yeah. go wrong. Just preach Jesus, yeah. preach on a parable. Yeah. Parable, Psalm, Find Proverbs. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the quick ones, just throw it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I think um, that your point of like, just when you're in the text, like asking not, asking Jesus like what were your thoughts where were you like what were you feeling in this because yeah. when you start to put yourself in like every character's shoes and perspective and really get yourself in the story mm -hmm. then you can you can see that picture yeah. that you're trying to paint mm. and so I've like I try to like to get in the story get, see that picture and then like live in it for a little bit yeah and then just like you were saying like all right Jesus what were you thinking yeah in this and he's He'll usually speak things that are like, oh, that's, I didn't see that in this text yeah. initially. So, yeah. yeah. So on that, on those lines, like, so as you're, you're, you know, you're putting yourself into the text and you're feeling the different, you know, feelings of the people. That's what I felt, yeah. you know, tried to do as well, especially this last week. Uh -huh. um, like, what, what was I feeling as a dead man? Nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, right. you know, like, why did I die? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, specifically, like, with uh, even, like, his mother, like, and, and the crowd, like, and then his disciples, like, what was his disciples feeling? Yeah. When they were coming up and they they saw the crowd coming out like and then like putting myself into Jesus' shoes like Jesus what were you feeling mm -hmm. because you knew what everyone was feeling. Yeah. You knew what yeah, everyone was thinking, yeah. you knew what everything was going on. You know like this clash of this two of the two crowds. Yeah. Cuz there was a great crowd following him and a great crowd coming out of yeah. the city, right? But so it's like and then putting myself into Jesus' shoes like what were you feeling and then transitioning that point. Okay. Now let's pull back and let's cross the bridge of time 2000 years to today. Yeah. How do I put myself into, into the how, how do I put myself into the shoes of people today yeah. that are feeling the same things because they're humans two thousand years ago, yeah. just like we're humans two thousand years ago. Yeah. Same same types of feelings, and so how do I put myself into the shoes of different people here mm -hmm. and preach your heart to people? Yeah. So when you're preaching, how, you know, what what yeah. is your heart for the people? How do you how do you engage with the heart of your own people as yeah. as you're teaching? I usually um, like. The, the simplest way I know is when I preach it to myself and mm. I know it connects with me, yeah. then it comes out authentically. And mm -hmm. so usually wherever stage other people are at, when it's that, when it's so authentic to you, it mm. tends to connect well. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was a book, I think it was Andy Stanley's book, uh, Deep and Wide. Mm. And it's kind of, there's sections, I forget what the whole book was about fully, but I remember a section on preaching how you just made note of all the different people in his congregation yeah. and it always just stuck with me and so i like have this list of individuals okay of from like you know the the family that's doing great mm. to the widow to the the person mm. that's a new believer to the person that has been in church their whole life and yeah. is probably critiquing my message you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what what are they gonna yeah you have different faces do? in your mind yeah. yeah and i try to get three or four and i try to re to keep that in mind a little bit just yeah. to know so I don't miss any of them. Because um, sometimes you can get through a message and be like, man, 
if someone really hurting heard this, mm. this wouldn't, they'd be frustrated with this message. You know, yeah. I miss that. So um, typically that's what I try to do, uh, you know, to, to sort of make it applicable. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so what, what, you know, what would be one thing that you'd, uh, and you want people, like, like you said, like having those, those, uh, those people in your, in your mind right, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as they're as they're hearing, you know, maybe they're even listening, you know, to this, right. you know. Yeah. Um, like, what would be your heart that you want you want to communicate to them as you're saying, "This is how I preach. This is how I put everything together, and this is the gift that I'm giving to you. Like, I'm, my labor, yeah. my life is for you." Yeah. Like, how would you yeah. articulate that for them? I would say that it's, um, it's so connected. Like, what you're pouring out for them is is so connected to what God's teaching me as well. Like, and I've, I've heard in the past, um, I've heard both ways, but I've heard that you, you have sort of your devotional life as a pastor and then your uh, sermon prep, mm. and they're different. And then I've also heard like, oh, well, they're so connected, what God's teaching you, you can't really separate right. it, how it comes out. And I've, I've really found that like, no matter what yeah. we're preaching through or who I'm preaching, too, yeah. Um, I can't help but just pour out what God's mm. teaching me, right? Um, or what's like really real to me. So I have to make it real to me, yeah. So I can pour it out to them. So I right, think, right. I think in some some sense, I'm just trying to authentically share what God's showing me, yeah. And trusting that process yeah. along the way. I totally agree. Like you know, it seems like you can't really separate yourself from what God is working on in your own life. Yeah. Right, and what yeah. you're wrestling with, you know. Yeah. And like as we we're going through like this whole last year, uh-huh. right? You know, I think you know, yeah. I think it came I think I tried to to try I yeah. I tr- you know, like I tried <laughs> to block t- it up. Like you tried to leave it over here yeah. and not let it get into Yeah, there was like wrestling but, and struggling and like yeah. I mean honestly like I, I wrestle and struggle because it's like how do I preach to people on both sides of, of the of the issue? Yeah. Like in our congregations, like how do I preach to the Republican and the Democrat and li- libertarian to the anarchist, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. you know, yeah. you know, how do I preach to people and, and, and bring, you know, to be able to bring them to the same table yeah. to have a conversation yeah. and love one another, even though they have differences. Yeah. And how do I preach with, with that in mind Yeah. and standing, what, and like, where do I stand firm on? Yeah. Cause like you always, you're always going to stand firm on some ground and you have to, you gotta, you gotta have your yeah. firm footing yeah. somewhere and you know, some you know, it feels like some sometimes it's 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 not Christ for some. Sometimes uh-huh. it's not the word of God. Sometimes right. it's you know a, a a platform or a social issue, and so yeah. that that's the the foundation that they stand on. Yeah. And and then they try to wrap scripture and Jesus around that. Right. And preach to one choir, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we how you know have our footing? But oftentimes I think it can be you know we can be accused of of waffling. Uh-huh. You know, because we have such a wide and diverse audience. Right. You know, and like, well, you don't yeah. stand for anything. Right. You know, right. all you stand for is the Bible. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, but it's like, you know, you yeah, don't, right. you don't use your, your platform to really fight for conservative values right. or, you know, or for social yeah. justice issues or yeah. Yeah. you don't, you know, trying to use the pulpit for something yeah. other than the preaching of the gospel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's definitely a hard balance. So it's I think hard. it's like it's hard. It's hard to separate what God is doing in our lives. Yeah. 
you know, all, all, that yeah. being, all that being said, it's, you know, it's hard yeah. for God to separate, for us so, to separate what God is doing in our lives, yeah. how we're growing, how we're developing, how we're struggling. Yeah. You know. It's like you want to deliver the, the, the authenticity of it, but leave out your personal preference. Well, the, the uh, battery on the uh, microphone receiver died, so we're just going to wrap it up here. So, yeah. David, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us today. Yeah. We're getting some good yummy coffee. Hopefully, hopefully it was, uh, yeah, we'll do it again yeah. soon. Yes, sir. And, uh, and the next time, hopefully, we'll, we'll be on this book, The Christian Outdoor Leadership Theory, Theology, Theory, and Practice by Ashley Denton. He's uh, one of the adjunct professors over adjunct yeah. or just one of the professors teachers yeah over at uh, yellowstone theological yeah. institute over here in, in bozeman so yeah well hopefully be wilderness out. theology it's right up around right. so it's gonna be yeah. awesome and in the wilderness hopefully around a campfire yeah. so yeah. yeah well sweet we'll see you until next time hopefully nice. that you've enjoyed this this podcast with david and uh we'll, we'll talk to you soon